0: Building Better relationships at home and at work for people who have more than enough on their plate. Two coaches dangling the possibility of finding joy in your relationships. Do you dare to consider life can be better? Have a listen and tell us why.
1: In this episode, we will be sharing about improving communication with your boss and not overworking yourself while working at home. With a lot of people working at home lately due to the virus, some find themselves working even more hours. How do you find balance?
0: Yes, this is a period of change in the way we work and it doesn't look like it's going back to the way it was and (laughs) that means that more change is coming, so much more.
1: One of the challenges that I'm hearing about is people are working from home and taking care of their children at the same time since daycare services and schools are still closed. They are becoming the teacher, playtime instructor, nap time enforcer, lunch and break time scheduler,
0: all while trying to work at home. And Patty, also because of the suddenness of the change it was unexpected many of us have been expected to do extra work without extra pay or support and there has been very little time to talk about the conflicting expectations or the changes and how they require extra thought and actually extra time to implement the changes so Patty what are some examples that you have seen of these Uh, Changes. Um, People
1: experiencing time management skills and learning what is expected from the boss while working from home. Trying to set boundaries with family while working. How do you do it all and keep everyone calm and productive and sane? I think a routine is good. Getting up at the same time you would if you were going to work eating breakfast with the family, everyone getting dressed and starting their day. By having a routine, everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing and are able to get things done. School work, Zoom calls, projects, breaks, lunches and dinner, and then free time and nap time.
0: Yeah, I really like that idea of the routine, and I would like to be implementing some of that in my own life. One of the extra duties I've seen is people are learning how to move things online and deal with new technology or platforms that they've never used before. And also that includes changing how we present information and how we share information. So there's actually a great opportunity here. It's an opportunity to create a new normal to deal with change. Uh, When there are things that require extra thought and extra time, the question to ask yourself and others is how do you approach your boss, your co-workers and those you work with? Are you problem focused or solution focused? Often when things change suddenly, we're focusing on not being able to do what we used to do And this stops us speaking up about our needs. I've noticed a lot of people harboring resentment with superiors or employers because they feel they can't speak up because there is so much change and they just need to deal with it. But often a business or or an employer, they'll also be struggling with the change. And if you can respectfully share what you see as not working, and what you see is a solution to that problem, then it can clarify for everyone what are possible solutions. And it actually can spark others to come up with other solutions, including your employer. So the idea in change or dramatic change is to avoid the trap of staying quiet because everybody is just trying to get along with it and deal with the change. And to find a way to respectfully share your ideas about what's not working without making people wrong. So, Patty, I've noticed that even in so-called regular times, that even if you have an employee who's very diligent and communicates to their employers about things that are not working, that they often don't get paid any attention. (laughs) So, So, how have you worked with clients to get through to a stubborn work supervisor or boss or work colleague?
1: Well, during the coaching session, we will brainstorm about what they want and need from their boss. Is it possibly direction? Is it more training? Is it advice? What are you really wanting? So, I'll have the client make a list of what is going well, make a list of what can be improved upon with some ideas of solutions. Then the client will set up a meeting with their boss. Once they set up the meeting, they'll explain why they're setting up the meeting. And during the meeting, they'll ask their supervisor, what are their expectations of them? the client will take notes and ask questions for clarification and then explain how you think things are going from the information on the list. It could be uh, working more hours to get things completed and the struggles you have been experiencing. It could also be that um, you keep getting more and more put on your workload. And then listening to the feedback from your boss when you are giving this information. Focus on their suggestions and the feedback you are given. I feel a good leader will let employees try new and different ways as long as it doesn't affect, during this time of change, regulated laws which are mandated, especially if the current approach isn't working. Listening is essential to know what is working and what is not. And being approachable and welcoming is the first step to building trust and being able to hear what people are feeling. How to help while creating solutions together. Then meeting up in a few days to see what happened with what solutions you came up to together. Is it working or not working? Communication is the most important for everyone to succeed in these changing times.
0: I really like how you shared about setting up a meeting. I think in these times of change, we're so busy uh, trying to fulfill those obligations that we had before uh, the virus. Now we don't actually understand how to communicate with each other when there's actually a, a, an issue. But setting up a meeting is what we used to do before the virus. So it's really important to set aside time to focus on a conversation about what you need.
1: Right. And being prepared to discuss what's going on is makes you feel comfortable and able to do it. I think in the heat of the moment you may say things that you're going to regret so if you're prepared and you've really thought about it it makes it easier to focus on what is what is going on and not emotions
0: right yeah yeah often we just go in sort of expecting a change but without thinking about it what change are you going to get um, and, Patty, can you explain what you mean by regulated laws that are mandated? Right. So, like in the U.S., we
1: have where restaurants were closed, weren't open. You may be able to order through the drive-thru or you can order the food and have it delivered or picked up or social distancing. uh Certain businesses have to wash their hands for 20 seconds and wear a mask. Other stores, you have to follow arrows. You you can only go one way and you have to keep your social distance, especially when you're standing in line and they have the X's marked down where you step. Uh, uh, Times of when a business has to close and do their cleaning and all of that. Just the different mandated rules and then explaining those rules or putting up the signs to explain those rules. The employees and the store owners don't have control over that. They have to follow those rules.
0: And that's mandated by the health uh, department or some department that yeah. regulates restaurants or public venues. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different in Australia, but similar in terms of um, the crosses on the floor. But what, when you're talking about that, what comes to me is that I haven't really thought about what the staff or employees have to go through in order to deal with the changes. They don't have any control about that and they're expected to start communicating that to clients and some of the clients may not be so happy about that or so kind they might be actually quite awful so i think it's important um, as you're sharing that to consider as you're going out to restaurants or public spaces that the employees uh, are struggling as well because sometimes people think that these employees are somehow (laughs) doing something bad by keeping the regulations but they've had to change things as well and they're just part of a system that has to operate
1: right or you may walk in somewhere and you don't have a mask on they will hand you a mask to wear and they'll also have hand sanitizer out for you to wipe your hands with that as well. So there's all different ah. kinds of regulations or or uh, store policies or restaurant policies or at the hospital or doctor's office. Some of the doctor offices are just doing Zoom calls. So you Zoom call with your doctor instead of actually seeing them.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing in Australia as well. And the hospitals uh, are taking temperatures. Yes. And the hand sanitizer is available and it's sort of mandated, but it's not really. They they expect you to do it. I think people are doing it because they feel it makes them more comfortable. So there's so many places now that are, have different regulations. And I think that's the other thing that's confronting. If you're a customer, you go to one place as one rule, you go somewhere else as another rule. But to keep in mind that the employees are struggling as well with those changes. So we can't expect them to be um, doing what we want. They have regulations that they have to follow because that's the work environment that they work in. Um, So I wanted to share a tip about how to make a request when things aren't working. And this goes back to what you were sharing, Paddy, about not being emotional. Uh, This strategy I use when I'm asking for something that I want and I want to simplify the language that I'm using. Um, So the examples that I'm going to share are to do with these regulations in the workplace if you're a worker in the workplace and you've been expected to implement sanitization processes um, and you're struggling with having the time or some other materials that you might need to implement that, instead of just going along with your workday and not saying uh, what you need, it would be really helpful to work out what you need make sure you do that sanitization properly. So you can come up with a simple statement about the change that has happened in the workplace and what you need to implement that change. So the example I have in terms of sanitization, now that we have to sanitize workspaces, I need X amount of time and X materials before we start greeting clients Can we open the doors at 15 minutes past the hour? So it's actually about getting really clear on the time that you need to implement the change. The same could uh, happen for if you have to implement a new technology platform in your workplace. Now that I have to implement this new technology platform, can we set up a time to go over this new technology so I can use it more, more effectively for our meetings? So you, you going back to the idea Patty was sharing about setting up a time uh, to with your boss or your co-workers. Another example is I've noticed in online meetings that communication, if you're working at home away from your co-workers and your superiors, communication goes astray. So the change here is now that you have to work online and what is missing is that you don't get to talk with your co-workers in the morning and you might miss some pieces of information. So the simple statement would be now that we have to work online and I don't get to talk with you in the morning, I need to know X from you so that I can Y. What is it that you need to know from them so that you can implement your Uh, work or do a certain task and that way when you get really clear on the exact piece of information that you need from your co-workers you're starting to simplify your communication and I notice that the habit is that when you work online you send a lot of emails back and forth Uh, instead of actually just spending the time like Patty was suggesting earlier of writing down what you need specifically and what's not working and what is working so you can then isolate what is the specific missing piece that you need so you can work more efficiently. Often we need to remove the emotion from what we're saying. When we go through change, we may struggle and we will get very emotional. So that's why I write down what I see as a problem in my statement and then instead of just writing that in an email and sending it, before I send the email, I'll look at what I've written and I remove all the problem words or the problem feeling words. <laughs> so I often will find if I've written an email, I'll look at it and go, is that really emotional? What can I remove from the email to make it the least emotional as possible and just focus on the problem and what I need to get the solution that I want. Now, if you are in a work environment where they encourage you to share your feelings, then you can frame your feelings in how you feel, not about somebody else or about the company. Feeling words like, uh, I don't like so and so or I don't like how this is happening you can say when this happens I don't feel supported when this happens I don't feel I'm doing my job well because of X when this happens I don't feel that the technology is sufficient for this reason so that's important to focus on your feelings not pointing uh, your emotional words towards a person or the actual company what's actually happening so in in certain work environments uh, I've noticed that some people are very confident at not being emotional they don't care about their feelings they're just very good at focusing on their needs and that's the key thing what are the needs that you have in the workplace because our needs in the workplace have changed due to this situation with the virus and also the changes in our culture that are happening. The social changes that are happening are huge. So our needs in the workplace have changed and they will continue to change. So if you're comfortable about focusing on your needs, that's going to be really helpful. However, some workplaces are about efficiency and the customer experience and much less about how the worker feels or what the worker's needs are and maybe that's what needs to change. People are starting to speak up in these times of change because if you don't speak up, how can we start having new ways of respecting each other in our workplace or respecting each other in our social interactions? How can we implement new normals in the workplace or in our culture unless we speak up? So for you, if you're in the workplace, how could you be a role model for positive communication in the workplace that invites people to consider others to be kinder to consider the needs of all individuals in that environment and to take care of the worker's needs as well as the needs of the customer.
1: Yes, this is so true. People need to feel heard and appreciated in the workplace. People are under tremendous stress due to all the changes and may have a learning curve with technology new procedures or the new way of doing things being patient with each other and the customers this is truly what is needed customers are on the edge and are not kind at times with all the new procedures and rules I know it is hard when someone is verbally abusing you emotions may be running high It is happening more and more because of fear and anxiety of the unknown. Stepping back, pausing, and realizing this person in front of me is afraid and angry. What can I do to change the situation for the better? There may be nothing I can do but listen How can we all be kinder, gentler, and provide honest, sensible feedback to help things become smoother during these moments of change? I feel one person at a time, and it starts with you,
0: and it starts with me. Thank you, Patty. I feel that very strongly what you've shared, and I feel if we can create communication in the manner that we've started to talk about today. There can be more topics along this line around helpful communication in times of change and conflict. So we are very interested in listeners if they have specific situations where they're looking for feedback, ideas, insights, tips on communicating, and dealing with change, please uh, join us on the Facebook group. You can join the Facebook page Building Better Relationships with Patty and Angela. And you can also email us any of those questions or situations you want us to talk about at BBR at home and work at gmail.com. I'm also interested in how people are finding their needs and experiences of relationships have changed because of these times. Are you noticing that you're looking for more kindness? Are you looking for something from your loved ones that you're not getting (laughs) or that you are getting? And it's changing your perception of the value of your relationships so please uh, share any of those experiences thoughts or questions that you might have with us on the facebook page and if you're listening on the anchor podcast you can also send us a recording on the podcast as well patty would you like to share anything else
1: we will be having a meme with angela's question how people change their needs and experiences of relationships during this time of the virus. So it will be on our our group Facebook page. I hope you come and join us and tell us about what you're experiencing.
0: Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message And please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.